1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
2: And some breaking news. Um, Mike Leach has died. Yeah, dang, um, Missouri State football confirming. Um, uh, head football coach uh, Mike Leach has uh, has passed away. You remember there were the uh, reports that he had uh, been taken to the hospital, had suffered a uh, a. Uh, a a medical issue at home. And they're now saying complications from a heart condition. Um, He has passed away, passed away last night Mm -hmm. uh, at the age of uh, 61 years old. Uh, One of a kind um, football coach and in person. Um, He definitely wasn't your cookie cutter. um, (laughs) Cliched uh, head coach, uh, Mike Leach. Um, and the university is confirming he's passed away at the age of 61. So yeah. some sad news from the uh, from the college football world today. Awful.
3: Um, just awful. What a great human being, man. Really was. We'll get more into him as the show goes on. I'm devastated over this one. Yeah. And I didn't even know him, and I'm devastated. No,
2: just it just you, you like those one-of-a-kind characters. Yeah. So, um, Speaking of, of like, like, timing, you mentioned, you know, the Chiefs could step back and whatever. I know that they've been going through their due diligence and, like, going through every scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, stay here, do this, build here, build here. It it seems to me that every avenue will be exhausted to do what they want to do there on that property. At that
3: property. We'll see.
2: You know what I mean? Like It feels like that's the A number one goal. Yeah, because the the land is already there. You don't have to acquire land. Land's there. You know, you got the land. You have some extra space, obviously, with the the Royals moving out. Could you do what? You can do somewhere else, right there. I think that that is the the they love the stadium. They love the stadium, Mm -hmm. like everybody loves the stadium, right? Right. So, can you can do some things around that to still preserve what you what you've got? I think that that is their their top. Not to say that they'll be their fun their finished uh, decision, but everything I've been hearing is that's their number one spot. Like if you had your your dream scenario. Everything was going to still take place there. Mm
3: -hmm. The the only thing that I will counteract that and say is, and and I think this is a big hang-up because I have heard this, nobody's developed anything out here in 60 years. Correct. Well, they could do it It, themselves, though. They could, but is that the area they want to develop, too? Correct. Do we want to develop the Raytown-Independence-Kansas City triangle out there where we've been for 50 or 60 years and nothing has happened, or do we want to try somewhere different? Whether that's the the, Northland, whether that's Johnson County, Wyandotte County, the Southland, whatever the case may be. But you're right. I I think ultimately the Chiefs would like to stay there. But the big yeah but is, is this the right area to build something like that and to build, quote, unquote, Chiefs kingdom? Will people go to that location? Because for 60 years, roughly, nobody's gone out there and nobody's even tried to develop. Like you would think, why didn't anybody ever try to develop that parking lot between the two stadiums, or why wasn't there anything more than a Taco Bell and a subway and a gas station out there? Two major sports franchises, big teams, big events, things that happen out there, and nothing, nothing got developed out there in a half a century. Right, it's just a get in, get out. Right, and so that's something that the Chiefs are truly thinking about as well. That half a century, nothing's come. Nothing has happened. The if you build it, we will come type mantra, not out there. And so the Chiefs are thinking about that as well. Why hasn't it been developed? And two, do we want to be the ones that develop this area? Will it be the right decision for us? And that's something that they have to consider as well.
2: We're a day removed, so now we can celebrate it. Mahomes being pressured, moves to his right, they're coming from behind him, now flings it, slings it to McKinnon at the 40, to the 30,
0: to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown! Batman loves this stadium! It was an underhanded shovel at the right boundary for a 56-yard touchdown! They were all over him! And he just slings it under his hip to McKinnon for a
2: 56-yard touchdown. Not that we didn't play it yesterday. Not that we didn't think it was cool yesterday. But I think I felt like there were bigger issues yesterday. Yeah, sure. Involving the uh, the Chiefs and the close call that shouldn't have been with the, uh, with the Denver Broncos. I was kind of refreshed in a way, Bob, when I was scanning some of the national stuff yesterday. It was all about hey, look at his awesome plays, and not as much about the bad ones that kept the bad team around. Yeah, absolutely. I was, it, I was like, I was like, whoo, like glad to be under the radar. It was uh, a lot of focus on on Herbert and Tua, and well, they played the late game. It was the most recent and, one. Yeah, <laughs> and and Brock Purdy <laughs> against Tom Brady. Yeah, and and then obviously last night became more about Kyler Murray. Right. Uh, I, I thought it was nice. It was like complete under the radar. The only thing I saw involving Mahomes yesterday was like, how awesome was that play? And it's Mahomes or Hurts for MVP, right? And that's it. Well, <laughs> Mahomes though, has
3: got better odds right now. You can get some, yeah, you know.
2: Even though you you had said yesterday this crashed his MVP. Well, I think uh, it did. You look at the numbers; he's now not the favorite anymore. The, the the national perspective still had him right there. You know what I mean? It was like it was like nothing to dissuade him. I felt like that they we fretted three interceptions in a close ball game, much more than than the national people did yesterday, which was good. Like, all right, we'll stay out of their radar. We can deal with our problems internally here. You guys go about your day.
3: Well, it's funny because as as we were fretting the three interceptions yesterday, I, I I got a text from my mother. First of all, she was very upset that the game was not on in her area the other day, and, and and I think rightfully so. I mean, you you get spoiled by watching Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and how good they are, and how just you know glorious it is to watch them play offense. So she was a little upset that that you know the game was not on in her area yesterday, and so she texts me and she says, "Can you send me?" a clip of that Patrick Mahomes play you know cuz our parents they're in their 70s they don't they're not on twitter or social media or anything like that so i i flipped the, them a you know a, a link of the of of the play and my mother watches she's like oh my god that was so unbelievable right and i'm like yeah it really was unbelievable and the reaction that you know that she had was the reaction i think everybody around kind of the country is having right now that's one of the best plays we've ever seen josh ever in Kansas city sports. I mean, you've got the Salvi wild card hit. You got Chalmers shot. You got any Mahomes play wasp, whatnot. This is an all time. Tennessee, the run against Tennessee, <laughs> right? Still
2: on my fair. Some, yeah. some of
3: the great plays that we've seen. This is on the list. For sure. I mean, and, and this may be pushed to the top of the list. No, This is his best play. Of, of like I, I thought so too. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I, but I'm talking Kansas city sports. Unreal. Like it may be the best play we've ever seen in sports in Kansas
2: city. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not hyperbolic, Bob. That's like, holy crap! What are we watching here? Right? And you do get more. You get a little, few more points for, you know, playoff type you games. You do. You always what do. Have you. Yeah. Uh, but, but left hand pl- pass wasn't a playoff game and. That's in there. Right, that's in there. You know what I
3: mean? The, the play, the, his first, you know, touchdown in Arrowhead where he's running all over and finds, I think it was, you know, Demarcus Robinson or whatever in the back of the end zone or Conley. I can't remember which one it was. I should probably look that up, but there's no way to Heck, tell. Heck, wasn't
2: there a preseason one? He threw it like a 1,000 thousand miles. 1,000 miles to, to Tyree Kill in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was a preseason right. game. Yeah, sure. so, I so, mean, there are. It doesn't are. have to be the postseason, but, like, that's – that to me right now is my number one.
3: Yeah, I mean that—that's one of the most unbelievable, unbelievable things yeah. I've ever seen. But as far as like greatest plays in Kansas City sports history, how is that not right up there, knocking at the door and busting in? Yeah, because that to me was marvelous, and I don't think we spent enough time just like saying, "Oh my God, that's so good." That was wonderful. Give me a cigarette because he went and had three interceptions. And that's what I was telling my dad yesterday. He goes, "That was unbelievable." I go, "Yeah, too bad for the three interceptions." He goes, "What?"
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that was the national that was the national perspective yesterday. Yeah,
3: but when you're living and dying with every play, and you're up twenty-seven yeah. nothing, and it almost looks like you're going to lose a game, yeah.
2: you're like, ah. Yeah, Gordo's home run certainly. Um. Yeah, Gordo's home run is fantastic. Yeah
3: but we've seen people hit home runs, right? Like I've yeah, never I'm seen anybody imp- throw a pass.
2: Impact, like impactful, impactful yes. plays in Kansas yeah, city. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's not bigger than Gordo's home run, but um, I think it's Mahomes' number one play for me. And, and I was having a hard time finding a throw. It was like no offense to his throws. That Tennessee run I watched. That Tennessee on my, run is still, still the on my, most. <laughs> yeah. like, that was still my favorite Mahomes play. Yeah. Uh, but this one's this one's there because this is this is incredible.
3: From the nine one three, I was watching Sports Center at lunch yesterday. Sure you were. And Mahomes pass was number four on the top ten plays. Uh. Even the Anchors couldn't believe it was that low. Number <laughs> four, what there were three plays better in the yeah, NFL now. on Sunday
2: than yeah. that? No. No. Well, I'm sure Cleveland State knocked down a jumper to beat Akron. It was huge. Nah, I'm you know? sure it's
3: big. I saw no. Rutgers hit a yeah. shot against Ohio State last week. Correct. Is that still I up mean, there? it was
2: it was, was going to be something like that, right? That somebody somebody put up there instead.
3: Yeah, the no. Bo Jackson throw. Oh, yeah, Hosmer that. home. The Bo Jackson throw, though. Let's let's talk about that for a second. You ever seen a major league baseball player throw a ball like no, that? No. I mean, Mahomes good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: that Bo Jackson throw, guys. Yeah. That that was. Yeah. I mean. I mean, they still talk about that when Harold mm-hmm. Reynolds shows up. Mm-hmm. So you got thrown out by Bo. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Leave like 30 alone. years ago. Yeah, but it's still like nobody's ever made a throw like that since.
2: Yeah, leave me alone.
3: Yeah, the Bo throw is pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Pos- but again, that's a regular season yeah. game, too, yeah. just like this one yeah. was. The playoffs mean more. Cosmer's yeah. Mad Dash Home happens in March or April or May. You're not talking about it. Happens in October, November. And,
2: oh, my God, yes. Well, I know that. Uh Maxwell was that his name hit that big home run. Oh, that, that Justin a, Maxwell yeah. home run
3: in 2013 <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> against the Tigers. Yeah.
2: That was regular season, right? Sometimes yeah. I, sometimes you do remember some of those. Yeah, weird, sometimes weird you plays, do. Yeah. yeah. Not all of them. Not all of them, though. Uh 913 Where does this one weigh for you? It's my favorite Mahomes pass. Yeah. I still have the 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 Tennessee run right there with it. But um, yeah. Where does this one rank? Because now, hey, we can step back from Why that game shouldn't have been that close to oh my god, he made maybe two highlight plays in that game. The uh the juju uh back of the end zone touchdown was was amazing as well. So he continues to uh I mean that play, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was I mean, that's the
3: best play we're talking about, but then there's this like over the shoulder. What?
2: Touchdown. Never seen anything. No, crazy. Hey, uh, Big 12, just rip off the band aid. Next. The home for Legend Bob.
5: Legend Bob? He's an expert on rubbing balls.
1: Fesco in the Morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967
2: on 610 Sports Radio. It's coming up in 10 minutes. Really Home alone, alone right? Around. Or was it Christmas vacation? Boy, I don't think it was in either movie, was it? God, I don't think it was in one or the other. I Maybe. I don't know. Not sure. And then away went Rudolph, uh, Mike Leach has passed away. The uh, Mississippi State University has confirmed the age of 61. Heart... Uh, Complications related to a heart condition is the uh, official cause of death. Uh, tributes are pouring in for all over the place. I really like this one from Mike or from uh, from uh, Saban, which is surprising. Right. Right. Considering you always feel like he's got grouchy, right? Nick Saban. Well, Alabama football tweet out. R.I.P. You will be missed pirate, which is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is the quote from uh, from Nick Saban. Mike Leach was a friend and we we're deeply saddened by his unexpected passing. I thoroughly enjoyed getting to know Mike over the last several years. I never knew quite where our conversations were going, but they always made me smile. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, He was an offensive innovator and always did things his way and was admired for it. His teams were well coached and extremely challenging to defend. They played with poise and toughness, which is a credit to his leadership. Our thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Sharon, their children, and the entire Mississippi State family. That from Nick Saban.
3: How about this story from Lincoln Riley, who's now the USC head coach, but worked with Mike, Mike Leach at Texas Tech. And he's telling a story where he's traveling with Mike Leach and his phone rings. And so, you know, years ago, you actually answered your phone, right? Correct. And it goes well, like Someone this. had your phone number? Yeah, you, you picked it up. You, he yeah. said... They probably knew you. He said he, he picked up his phone and said, hey, how's it going? And then he listened for a second and asked, where are you calling from? And he kept talking on the phone, and I eventually sort of tuned out. Now, a short phone conversation for Coach Leach is an hour. So he was talking about this and that, and I was kind of hunkered down working on my own stuff. At some point, the call dropped. They must have lost reception. Coach said, can you hear me? Are you there? Then he closed his old-school flip phone, swung it back open, and redialed. He said, hey, sorry I lost you. And they resumed their conversation for another 30 minutes or so before Coach finally hung up. After he was done, we started talking, and I said, hey, Coach, who was on the phone? And he said, oh, they had the wrong number. Mike Leach talked to somebody for an hour on the phone.
2: They called his phone. Just because.
3: They dialed his phone number, and he He talked to that person. That's the type of person Mike Leach is. And those are the stories that are going to be coming in about Mike Leach. You're going to see so many great tributes because – On this earth, and my mother always told me it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Mike Leach is a guy who clearly lived that mantra. Yeah, he was a great head football coach, but you know what? He was nice to everybody he came in contact with, had conversations with people, treated people the right way. Josh, I hate to say it, in sports and in life, there are a lot of people who think their poop doesn't stink and they treat people the wrong way. Those people suck. Be a Mike Leach. Be a Mike Leach and be nice to everybody. There's no reason not to. It doesn't cost you any money, doesn't hurt you, doesn't put you to the back of the pack. Be nice to people. And Mike Leach was, and the outpour and the 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 the, the stories that we're going to see over the next 12 to 24 hours about Mike Leach and what he was as a person, let alone a coach, are going to be remarkable. It seems like everybody who was involved in college football. Has a great Mike Leach story. I never met Mike Leach. I never interviewed Mike Leach. I don't know that I've ever been in the same room or building as Mike Leach. But I'm devastated over
2: this one, man. Yeah. This
3: one, this one's tough for a lot of us.
2: Um, Bill Snyder had tweeted out last night condolences. Yeah, and it looked like he was preemptive. Obviously, mm-hmm. it had not been. I'm wondering if he didn't know. He probably
3: knew because they, they, said they said he died he, last said night. He
2: died last night. So yeah. Bill Snyder's tweet was getting a lot of run last night, yep. and you know, no one had. Had claimed you I am guessing I'm guessing Coach Knight already had heard. Yeah, he had,
3: he he was probably right. one of the first to know because yeah. he he obviously had a relationship. The, the with coaching
2: Mike Leach. fraternity is very yep. very tight as well. Um uh, Mike Leach just unique unique uh character because you never know if you need wedding advice you go to Mike Leach. Coach, I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Um I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have you any are, advice for me? Who yeah. are you marrying?
1: His name is Trevor.
5: Okay, yeah, well I'll have to You set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, okay, so uh, where's Trevor from?
2: He's from Florida.
5: What does Trevor do for a living?
2: He works in sports as well, covers football.
5: He does what?
2: He covers football as well.
5: Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't uh so go ahead and uh uh don't don't say anything else about it but as soon as the season's over or even an off week go elope trust me on that go elope because uh basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over once it's over i mean they'll be upset for a few days but it'll be over and then you know you cruise uh, along have a happy marriage have a happy life
4: I'll pass along the message. Thanks, Coach. Congrats on the win.
5: Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this. If Trevor doesn't uh, uh, have the sense to do that, tell him to call me. Because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. So far, they haven't done it. But I would, too.
4: I'll have him call you, for sure.
5: All right. Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks.
3: Every married person says elope. It's the best thing to do, but nobody ever takes know, the advice, I know, right? I know. Because my wife and I are on board, too. Like, why spend that money on a wedding, man? Let's just go elope, right? That's the way to do it. Now that you look back and you're married and you're like, eh, you know what?
2: It's kind of expensive to get married. Um, I had a lot of shrimp for people you may not like. Leach has had his thoughts on officials over the years.
1: Coach, what a momentum shift. How huge was that Xavier Thomas touchdown heading into the locker room?
5: That's thick. I mean... Every play is important in a game like this. So, uh, yeah.
1: You've been speaking to the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half?
5: What's your reaction? You're watching the same game I am. Uh, (laughs) I think you ought to comment on it, uh, positive or negatively, whatever's running through your mind.
3: Okay, thank you. God, he was special, He's the best. man. He's, the best. He's just a special dude, man. Just a special, special human being.
2: Uh, speaking of advice, I have my advice to the, uh, to the big 12. Uh, just rip the mandate, rip the mandate. Brett McMurphy reported yesterday uh, that there's growing sentiment and quote momentum. For Oklahoma and Texas to leave the Big 12 early, good, and join the SEC in 2024. Sources go. telling the Action Network there still remains obstacles for it to occur, but the climate is right, and decision could be reached by next month, according to sources. Good, go, go. You made go. your decision. Yeah, Why do we go? What are we waiting here for? Yeah. While
3: well, we're doing it for the kids. No, get the hell
2: out. You're trying to bring new teams into the you league. You cheated on us. Go live with your mistress. You, you're you're bringing new teams into the league anyway. Right. What do they start? Bring them in. Get those guys going. You don't. Have to, you have to wait several years. We know you can get out of these now. It's not like you can. You're negotiating to keep somebody in, or you're going to hold anybody hostage to do. You're going to. They're gone. So just go ahead and just go ahead and get rid of them. When like nobody in the league wants them around anymore either. Yeah, when do they? Oklahoma they don't State's do pissed. For the Everybody hates Texas. Like get rid of them.
3: They're not doing anything for the league. TCU is the first Texas school to make the college football playoff. In the state of Texas, yeah, Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what, what, um, what day are the new schools coming in? Is it next year?
2: Um, I don't think they're they're all targeted for twenty twenty five as well. I don't know.
3: It's just it's all white noise because we have so much conference realignment these days, but. Go, if, if you're ready to go, go, man. Like, you've already stepped out. You've already cheated on us. You've already got a second family that nobody knew about. Go live with them and leave us alone and let us move on.
2: So the Big 12, this was, uh, this I guess this was from October. The conference working on a rotation for a 14-team conference slate that will include BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF as well. Okay the 2023 and 2024 seasons, including Texas and Oklahoma, which leads me to believe they've also got a scenario that doesn't have Texas and Oklahoma. So go ahead and run that. Yeah, run that, run that playbook and Kick also them in the two, SEC, let them figure out their scheduling
3: whatever the big 12 ends up with numbers wise. I'm going to make this and I'm going to give this free advice to the big 12 right now. Do not under any circumstance create divisions have your conference championship game at Jerry World, print your money, and let the two best teams play in that conference championship. I was having a conversation with somebody at the J yesterday about this, and we were talking about this Ohio State nonsense and, like, Purdue having to play in the Big Ten championship game. That is whack. What is that? No, it's bad. It's bad. It's stupid. So the the best thing the Big 12 can do is not go to divisions. And maybe you don't play everybody every year and that happens – Whoever has the two best records in the Big 12 needs to play in the Big 12 championship game. We can't have these divisions. We can't have the haves and the have-nots. We can't have Purdue playing for a Big Ten championship and Ohio State this watching is, from home and getting into the college football play.
2: This was according to Dennis Dodd. Again, they were working on a 14-game schedule, which included both. Um, the Big 12 will not play divisions the next two years. Um, Nor should they ever. Though, Don't be though stupid. Though they may revisit such a split in 2025 when the league moves back to 12 members.
3: No. So. No. No divisions. No divisions, no divisions, no divisions. It's not good for your league. Now, I guess now that we're expanding to 12, though, it may be a little bit different, right? It may be a little bit different that you're expanding to 12, and maybe you can do something like that so you don't have a situation where Ohio State doesn't play in their championship game and they get into a four-team playoff. Maybe if you're expanding to 12, you can do it because more people are getting in. But I still believe that playing no divisions is the best way to go and having your two top schools play for the conference championship. My name is D-Nice, and
0: take it, take it just don't know how I it, Bono looking to pass the football, goes in the middle,
5: passes, cut, touchdown Kansas City! Touchdown, Chiefs! Touchdown, Chiefs! Danon Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono! First and ten for the
0: Chiefs at the 14 of the Skeeters' halfback pass! Marcus Allen right side! Touchdown, Kansas City! Daynon Hughes! from Marcus Allen! Expert analysis, news, and views from Chiefs Radio Network
5: color analyst, Dana Hughes.
4: This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years.
0: But you can call him
2: D-Nice.
0: Just call me D-Nice.
2: Chiefs color analyst, Damon Hughes, joins us each and every Tuesday at 830. Good morning, D-Nice.
4: Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, I was listening earlier to you guys. Where do you guys put the triple by Hosmer in the wild card game? Yeah, Is that up there in the top 10?
3: That's a pretty good one as well, man. That 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 I, I would think that has to be probably up there as well. I mean, you start thinking about some of these great plays and you start, you know, envisioning them in your mind and what they meant at that time. I mean, imagine if that Mahomes play was in the postseason, how much oh, people geez. would be talking about it, right?
2: Ridiculous.
4: Yeah. That Hosmer play was probably one of my more special plays because that's. That's actually the first time I felt like a baseball fan in Kansas City because up until that point, obviously, there hadn't been very much success. You guys know I'm a baseball person, so I'd always been waiting for that moment that I could, like, that was, like, the first time, like, I was jumping around, hugging fans and stuff like that. I was on left field right above where that ball hit on the wall. So that that one – kind of last in my head as well from a baseball perspective but yeah Mahomes he's probably got what five or six of the top 10 plays in the last two decades here So yeah that's special speaking
3: of a base from a baseball perspective where does the Bo Jackson throw rank then
4: oh Bo Jackson that was special you know one I got a chance here's a crazy story I got a chance to meet Bo um Iowa baseball, we would always go down to Florida and play for our spring trip. And we played at Boardwalk and Baseball. And it was a cool deal because my head coach at Iowa, Dwayne Banks, set up that I would meet Bo, but he set it up like it was like the mean Joe Green in the tunnel type of meeting. So we were I was walking up the tunnel, and I, I was walking down the tunnel. Bo was walking up the tunnel from batting practice or extra hitting or whatever. He didn't give me his jersey like me and Joe Green, but the meeting was like as we were passing each other, which was incredible in itself to be able to see another two-sport athlete while I was uh, – Hey, whoa whoa, 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 whoa. He threw a Coke, actually, Are, are you yeah.
3: comparing yourself to Bo Jackson right now?
4: <laughs> uh Absolutely not. Oh. Everything – we played the same two sports. That's all I can – All right, because I'm saying say.
3: you should – Absolutely. Comparing yourself to one of the greats, right? When people say I'm Skip Bayless or Joe Buck, I say, thank you. Those guys are millionaires.
4: Yeah, I don't know about Skip Bayless. I'll give you Joe Buck, though. Yeah,
3: you, you can give me Joe
4: Buck. Um, all right. Nobody so,
3: wants to be Skip. Not today, they don't. Did they throw you a
2: Coca-Cola, or did you throw him a Coca-Cola? Did, did that whole thing no, transpire that way, or no?
4: No, no, I wish it would have. That would have made it even more of a classic story, but, you know, it was just a – A meeting and introduced each other and the uh, coach DB kind of said that yeah this guy is trying to be you know go follow your footsteps and play two sports at the pro level and both kind of said yeah good luck man <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm not surprised. I, I really thought yeah, he'd nice. be really all warm and fuzzy with you go, come here, let me tell you all about it. But no, no, it's not gonna work that way. Um, all right, so let's look at I, I don't I don't really want to rehash, you know, two or Sunday all that much on a Tuesday because people are, are, are kind of moving on. But I, I do want to say from my point of view, I'm looking at everything from a postseason perspective now, Dane. And, and a game like that on Sunday, if that's played in the postseason, we're talking about the end of the season, aren't we?
4: Um, no, I don't think so. I I think, you know, it would, there was some, some reminiscence from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals playoff game. And I thought even during the game, as it was unfolding, okay, I want to see how this unfolds. I want to see how we rebound because we didn't rebound in that Cincinnati AFC championship game. And we kind of spiraled backwards. So when that negative play happened and the wheel started turning backwards against us, we had no, no, we, we could, we didn't battle back. So I thought that this was a defining type of game because I wanted to see how they figured it out. Like things aren't always going to be positive. You don't have very rarely do you have blowouts in the NFL. So when things started to reel backwards, okay, let's see the intestinal fortitude of this team. Let's see the 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 metal that this team has and Patrick Mahomes specifically because let's re- remember in that AFC championship game, he wasn't himself in the second half after that end of the first half debacle and not scoring. And through the interception and overtime and didn't really give us a chance to win that game, they were trying not to lose the game versus going to win the game. And I thought at times in this past game, You saw some of the same actions, but then they were able to get it corrected. And I thought, to me, that should be what we're focusing on, is that we went through a devastating situation that didn't get us to the promised land earlier this year. And we had a similar situation, and we were able to right the ship. So, to me, I I, I take a win any way we can get it, especially in the division, to keep the streak alive against the donkeys. That's special as well. But, but also, there's those wins within the game that can propel you. What we know about Isaiah Pacheco is is getting better and better every week, more clear that he is the running back one for this team. The fact that the offensive line, when we needed to run the ball, when we decided to run the ball, then when we needed to run the ball, we got the job done. Um, I I think there's a lot of good takeaways from this game. Uh, Never, not not putting aside the fact that yeah it was uh, a palpitating at, the, at as well
2: what about defensively they certainly took their their lumps I think the secondary at least collectively I thought the, the the rookie corners probably in one game took their kind of collective lumps we saw some ups and downs along the defensive line in terms of how impactful they can be what what would you like them to take out of that game?
4: another part of the growing process that you have not arrived yet. And I think we've gotten spoiled here in Kansas city because we like, we don't realize, like, do we realize how unique it is that three of your top four corners are rookies and we're playing against teams that know that they have to score a bunch of points to be able to stay on the field with us. It's not like three of your four uh, cornerbacks are rookies and you're playing back in my day where they ran the ball a lot and you're not really asking them to do much because the offense is not scoring a bunch of points. We're scoring at epic levels and other teams recognize that they have to score with us in order for them to have a chance. And we got three rookies out there that are that are handling business. So it's part of the growing process. We can't expect these guys to play at a four year veteran clip every single time. But I will say, if you look over the landscape of this season, they have played like a four year veteran more times than not, and they're gonna have some bumps and these are gonna be learning parts of the learning process that when we get to the postseason, maybe they'll play more consistently like that four year vet. Danon You know,
3: as fans of teams, you know the ins and outs of everything. Like, if if you're walking around Kansas City today and you say Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon, Chiefs fans will be like, oh, my God, so awesome. You get outside of Kansas City and say you're walking around Salt Lake City or wherever it is, and you say uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon, even if they're football fans, they're going to look at you and go, what are their numbers? What are their stats? How do you define and tell people what those two guys mean to this team? Because I think there's something special, man.
4: Yeah, what I would tell other people that had not heard of these guys is Contrary to what you may think, because we got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and we had Tyreek Hill, that maybe you didn't think that this was a blue collar team, check these two kids out because this is the epitome of blue collar players. These are the guys that bring their lunch pail to work, have everything to prove, come out with a chip on their shoulder. They've been overlooked. Jarek McKinney has all been too small. Never you can't be the feature guy. Maybe you can just be a gadget guy. Isaiah Pacheco, seventh seventh round pick, gone through some turbulence in his life with his family. Wants to prove everybody wrong that they that that passed on him on draft day. Went to Rutgers, not a football powerhouse, and he's able to elevate his game and his attitude that he's affecting everybody else on the field. Like we know this offensive line is pretty solid. But they got a meanness to them, in part because of Isaiah Pacheco. And when I go in the locker room after the game and I'm interviewing Joe Tooney and and Creed Humphrey and and seeing their faces light up just by me mentioning Isaiah Pacheco's name, like their faces, like they, they get flush because they know that that running back there has an attitude that helps them have an attitude to be able to conquer the opponents. And they do it in such great fashion. So when you talk about those two guys, like those are the two types of guys you need on your team. Every team needs those kind of guys that have that extra chip on their shoulder and want to go and prove people wrong.
3: I've never seen a lunch pail in a locker room in any sport in my life. (laughs) Certainly not these days. Not these days. Nobody's catered meals. Nobody's nobody's got a bologna sandwich and a cup of soup anymore.
4: Well you gotta have brand it's about brand marketing, right? So we gotta get a lunch pail in there with something on the front. Uh, right in the back of the locker. So when the television cameras are there, you have the lunch pail and maybe you have G-E-H-A on it. There you go. See? Nice to be a
2: marketing guy. The next great
4: marketing idea. (laughs) Oh, Dana, I see. Oh, man. We're out of time. We're out of time. We can't talk about the Texans. Doggone it.
2: Uh, (sighs) D-Nice, we'll talk to you next week. All right, fellas. <laughs> that's Chiefs color analyst, Dane Hughes, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio, as he does uh, each and every uh, Tuesday at 830. Uh, Dane and Mitch, myself, will be on the call for uh, Chiefs at Texans coming up on Sunday, noon. Yeah. So when you noon do get back start, start this Sunday, time,
3: everybody says it's not that bad, and it won't
2: be that actu- bad. That's just actually true. Noon on 106.5, the Wolf, our pre coverage gets underway at 9. What
3: time do you think you'll be back?
2: I don't, know, I don't know yet. I i a Like dinner dinner probably. time, I would hope, right? You no, know? yeah. Like if probably if six. the game gets
3: out of hand and we're up thirty five nothing, will you guys just all leave for <laughs> do the we airport. Get the leave
2: early? Yeah, they start packing up. <laughs> you you watch the sidelines and they're they're quietly like packing up, packing everything, up, up, yeah. pushing carts out that are trying to get kind of like the plane we do in the last
3: segment because Cody and Gold combusted in it and Cody throws us out Some of the studio, something like
2: that, something yeah. like that. It is long past time for some
3: gym etiquette. And this is Josh, not me this time. Next.
1: Keep listening to Fesco in the Morning.
5: Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you.
1: Brought to you by Santa Fe
2: Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio.
1: I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus.
2: It's like I never seeing a lunch pail in a locker room, Christmas. no one's ever wanted a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah, nobody has, no.
3: Nope, nobody's wanted a lot of stuff they used to give out for Christmas, like popcorn balls and donkeys.
4: oranges, Or, or frankincense
3: and, and myrrh. Who the hell wants that? Uh, wants pink that. bunny pajamas. Yeah, the pink bunny pajamas. Nobody wanted right? those. Yeah. Fill your shoes with nuts and berries. Like,
2: we've come a long way. wanted a Red Ryder BB gun. That's it. Sometimes people need to be stopped, Bob. You looking at me? Not, not in this case, no. You're not a part of the problem.
3: No, I am definitely not. I'm trying I, to be part of the solution. I never
2: though. got an answer to this yesterday when I tweeted this out. But is there an account that chronicles disgusting people at the gym?
3: Maybe you should create
2: one. Well, I don't don't really want the submissions, but I want to submit.
3: (laughs) You don't want to keep track. You want to put in one.
2: Again, we've chronicled old balls before. Yep. The worst. The worst. Like, I don't need to see you naked. What is that touching the floor? Oh, my God. The older you are, the more apparently you're going to be naked at the gym. Right.
3: I don't need you sitting on the bench.
2: Old Um, balls. A few weeks ago, there was... Uh, at at my gym dude who brought his own speaker into the shower and cranked his music. I told you the new thing now is to watch their phones. Bob's people are watching their phones from the, from the sauna. Right.
3: From the outside putting, right. outside, putting
2: the phone outside the window of the sauna and then sitting inside, sitting with inside and watching and watching watching it. shows. That's terrible. Can't
3: you get away from your phone for 10 minutes and be in a relaxation zone instead <laughs> of watching the latest, you know, dead to me on Netflix? I, I try to
2: spend as little time as possible in the gym. No, I mean, I'm um, in the locker room. I try to go to the gym, but um, as much as possible, I will I will I will change and go to the gym and then leave the gym. I and have avoid the locker. No room. problem
3: with the locker I, room whatsoever I for
2: myself. I Hate the locker room. I hate it. It's just gross. I never did as like in high school. Nobody hated, ever wanted to
3: take showers. I all, hated yeah. it in high school too. I yeah. just
2: never like I'm out. I'm just I'm just changing my clothes. I'm getting out. Um. So yesterday I'm I'm changing at the gym and I'm not in the shower area. But you know most gyms you know you got the locker room area and then the shower area yeah, right. So right. the shower area is there. And uh, so I hear coming from the shower area, the guy who's you know, we were, were all dealing with a little congestion, right. like the three of us dealing with a little, you know, that little, that crud. Couple yeah. super fed, you're,
5: you're good to you're go. You're like
2: spitting out the, the crud. I get it. He is hawking up some major loogies, like super loud and clearly hacking. Well, put them like,
3: into it like a piece of toilet paper and flushing it,
2: right? Like no, a he's in human? the shower. He's in the shower. And you hear oh. you hear this like loud, like, you know, clearing out the nasal passages and and it's loud. Because I'm, again, I'm not in the shower area. I'm at a locker Twenty-five feet away, and I hear this guy. He does this a few times. I'm like, okay, I guess he's gonna got some congestion. He's gonna work it out in the shower, mm-hmm. which we all <laughs> do in your, water, own, personal in your shower. own personal shower, right? right? Then proceeds to rip a loud burp. Okay,
3: clearing everything out.
2: Followed by a hmm, <laughs> <laughs> like you like the taste of your belt, or sir, it was like or... it was kind of like a moan, like mm, you know. Mm. And I'm (laughs) double cheeseburger, Mm. like a Stanford route growl. Yeah. This was like over like a 30 second span. And I'm going, what is going on? Get me out of this locker room. (laughs) Like, why have you made this your personal toilet? I don't know. Yeah. Why are people so disgusting at the gym? Why can't people act like it is a public place? Treat it like a
3: public place and behave like you're in a public place. The gym or the work lav, right? Your lav at work is not your personal john. No, do you, do you pee on the floor
2: at home? And if you do, wipe it up. Do you just go and you're like, eh, anywhere near the toilet's close enough? I don't understand Do you just sprinkle all over the place? Uh, but this guy at the gym, I'm like, I was I was in there uh, like long enough to change my clothes, and I'm like, I gotta get out. Yeah. I don't know who this person is. I gotta get out. But why are you making all these noises <laughs> in a public shower? Because you don't care about anybody else.
3: That That's like, the way you behave at the gym... If it's self-centered and you're only thinking about you, that's pretty much how you probably run your life, right? Well, this is my gym and I'm going to do what I want. No, man, there's like 40 other people that are in here at any given time in the locker room. We don't all need to be exposed to your grossness. We live in a society. Sometimes. Act like it. My favorite one is the guy now drying his back hair under the hand dryer. Oh, no. No. Fully naked, just hunched over under the hair dryer, drying his back hair. Just towel it off.
5: No, it's the worst, man. It's like they won't use a towel anymore. It goes straight from the shower to the dryer.
2: Use a towel. They supply them for you. And while you're using the towel, use another towel to cover yourself. Right, right. right. Take more than one towel. Come on now. I don't.
3: They allow you two, three, take them, use them, please. Use all the towels. All of them.
2: Nobody wants to see you free as day. None of it. Walking around. None of it. You're too damn comfortable.
3: Oh, my God. And it's old guys, too. You don't see many young guys doing that. But something happens when you retire, like the... I don't give a bleep meter. Hey, I'm
2: all for getting to that point in my life. I can't wait. I get closer every day, every and day. I'm like, some of it ain't yep. all bad. Where right. you just go, I don't care. Yep. I'm doing me. Uh, but I don't need to see your junk at the gym and stop being disgusted. Yeah, just cover
3: up, man. Think to Well, I shouldn't say think to yourself, would you do this at your home? Because maybe some of these folks
2: do this kind of stuff at home. I doubt it. Like it's your own. I don't know. Maybe people do your own house. Do you walk around naked in your bathroom for very long, you know, the shower, grab a towel and, you know, yeah, yeah, I feel like you cover up probably more at home than you are at the gym. I don't I don't get it. People are gross.
3: Mm -hmm. Stop being gross. The gym is my, like, it is kind of like my sanctuary the J. I love going there and, and working out. It makes me feel so much better. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, I love that place. But I wouldn't mind if a couple people put an extra towel <laughs> I on. Yes. Like, I have told you, I can't wait to be the guys in the friendship nook that are sitting there drinking coffee on a daily basis, talking about whatever the day brings. Like, talk about life goals. Yeah. Right there. Get to that age where you can just kind of chill and hang out with the fellas. Maybe you go work out. Maybe you don't. You went to the J. You went to the gym that day. You hung out in the friendship nook. You had some coffee. You had a few cookies.
2: Yeah, Let's go get some lunch. It's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day.
3: <laughs> That's a good day. It's a
2: great day.
3: Didn't have to see old balls sitting there on the I'm bench. I'm just
2: going to Genesis. I'm just going to play a little hour of tennis. Get my class in. I don't need to see your balls. That's right. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't need to hear you hocking up a lung and ripping a belch and then feeling good about it. Yep. I think we got a live one on
3: the text line from the 913. You guys nitpick the dumbest stuff. You're the guy we're talking about, obviously. Yeah.
2: Then. Tired of seeing your balls.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Hit dogs holler. Don't want to see your balls anymore.
2: Put your balls away. That's all. Uh,
5: (laughs) Not too much to ask here.
2: And you don't have to be overly loud in the shower. That's all. Take a shower and get out.
3: Do they still shower in high school after gym? Or did that end with, like, our parents?
2: Did you have to take a shower after high school, Jim? We had to shower after swimming class. Yeah, see, we never had that. And one, we had to wear terrible speedos. Oh, I. We yeah. had to wear. We couldn't bring our own swimsuits, mm-hmm. and they were school issued speedos, and they were just. They disgusting. weren't
3: used, were they?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You took them off every time, and they washed them, and then you got. No, them. they did not. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. God. Yeah. So we had to shower after after swimming. I remember, and that was probably because of what they were pouring in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it Wasn't because you you smelled. But other than that, I don't think I don't no. think you have to. It's up to you. Yeah. N- nobody ever did. Hardly any of us ever showered after football. He just got in the car
3: and went home. Yeah, oh. every once in a while you did. No, we had school. It was disgusting. The gym shower is weird for me. Like in the morning, it takes me like a forty-five minutes in the
2: shower, uh, I can shower at the gym right. in two minutes in and Hock your loogies, work it all. Whatever, yeah. whatever your issue is, right. or in your sh- do it in your own shower. Don't bring it to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Ah uh, will Nick, pick about some uh, some other dumb things. Also, more uh, Mike Leach isms. Mike Leach passing away, the former Texas Tech coach. We knew him mostly from there in our Big Twelve days, right? Then was at Washington State and then Mississippi State. Uh, passed away at the age of sixty-one, complications from a uh, heart condition. Uh, but he was uh, one of a kind. More.